0: Welcome to Folktales, a podcast series for anyone who loves spending time on, in, or by the water. I'm Dominic Zamet, Director at Boat Folk, and throughout this series, I'll be speaking with guests from our coastal communities to hear their stories and to learn what life on the water means to them. I hope you enjoy listening.
1: Right, so I'm Bex, both a master at Haslow, as we've just introduced. Uh, I'm here with Craig from the Bowley Trust. Uh Bully is in Hasler. So we're just gonna get a little bit to do with Bully Trust, a little bit to do with Craig, see what he's doing. Um so Craig, tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Uh so my name's Craig. Uh I have been involved with sailing ever since I was uh ten years old. Uh-huh. Um, through the Sea Cadets. Um, and uh, upon leaving school, very briefly, I, I joined the Royal Navy. I sailed to the Navy and raced and tri service events. Um, I left, left the Royal Navy and wanted to work in outdoor education. So I've done that for the last uh, 20 years now, which has taken me on all sorts of journeys. So running centres before multi activity centres, to working in a school, to running a business. And I was at a school working as a head of an outdoor department. That's what I've been doing recently. And then um, I left there to just start with the Bolay Trust. Oh, okay. in May of this year and that's where I'm at at the moment. Have you always been around the Solent? No, I live in Eastbourne so I live in Eastbourne so just the other side of Brighton um, so I commute back and forth a little bit accordingly but no, I'm, I'm from Eastbourne but I know the Solent very well because I've done lots of work around here for Portsmouth, the Navy, the Sea Cadets all sorts so I know the Solent very well.
1: We see you around quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely,
0: absolutely. I'm becoming a familiar face. That's it. <laughs>
1: so I'm assuming your Sea Cadet time and all that got you towards the Bully Trust? Is that how it Yeah, around. About
0: yeah, in a roundabout kind of way, it did. I mean, Sea Cadets, what the Sea Cadets did for me personally was open the door to the world of sailing. Yeah. Um, as a youngster, um, it wasn't always one of the things you think about trying or doing, um, and joining the Sea Cadets when I had the opportunity to try sailing, that yeah. gave me that initial bug and love of this is great. I want to do more of this. Know the feeling? Absolutely. And then it continued from there, really, over my career, and I've always done it. And um, luckily, made a career out of out of working professionally within the industry. So it's fantastic.
1: Oh, brilliant! Did you experience the Bowley Trust as somebody coming on board first before you joined up? You director? Okay. Are you? Or uh, so
0: I'm the ops director. The so, so yeah, so I'm the operations director for the Bowley Trust. So no, I hadn't even heard of the Bowley Trust, if I'm honest. Um, okay. Prior to my appointment, I was as I say, working at the school um, up in London, and I was commuting up and down from home. So I was up and down every day. And long story short is I got a random email in my inbox um, saying they've heard all about me and think that there might be a role I'd be interested in. So chatted away with them, found out a bit more about it, uh, It came for an interview, um, and long story short, is actually thought it was a great opportunity for me to help give something back a little bit for youngsters and for other people, which, as I said, from my experience, you know, people open their doors for yeah. me, and I would love to be able to do the same. So that's what sort of led me to go, and do you know what, I'm done with the school. Um, and I want to go into the roots of sailing and help a charity as much as I can.
1: That's brilliant, isn't it? You were like headhunted, weren't you? <laughs> a I love bit. that. <laughs> yeah, a
0: little bit. Yeah. So, yes, it's always nice to feel wanted. I have yeah. To say. yeah so I bet you do now, don't
1: you?
0: Yeah, it was nice.
1: Okay, so let's start. Can you just explain what bully is?
0: Absolutely. So Bole, she is a hand-built junk yacht rig, uh, junk yacht boat. Um, She was built just after the war. So um, in the Second World War, there was a gentleman called Commander Kilroy, Robin Kilroy, who um, was serving. um, And when the war ended, him and three sailors basically were bored and thought they wanted to build a, a boat. So they drew up loads of diagrams, they put loads of measurements together, they got inspiration from where they were in the Middle East and just in Malaysia. So they got lots of inspiration from the boats that were out there and bit by bit they started to lay boards and back planks and everything else um, and she was finished in 1948 when she was finished she was then sailed back to Sorkum which is a journey of 16,000 miles yeah. Um, so a long long way and they had three of them on board plus a cook so there's three royal navy personnel plus a cook and they they took the journey 16,000 miles to sulcombe when they got to sulcombe um, they had the boat to the royal navy and she became a training vessel for many years so she was a royal navy training sailing vessel um until the sort of late 70s and then in the 70s she was sold from the navy to go to a private owner and was taken to rye and unfortunately it was a very horrific fire that gutted her a lot in rye um so the gentleman that owned it started to Put it back together bit by bit as best he could. And a few years later, that was then taken off to the Mediterranean. So Bole was sort of sailed off to the Mediterranean. And a gentleman lived on her for many years until the nephews of Robin Kilroy that built it, they decided that they wanted to find their uncle's boat, where it had gone, what had happened, which is a gentleman called George Middleton and Henry Middleton. Um, And Henry Middleton is the chair of the trust. So they managed to find on the internet where the boat had been located and quite literally took a flight to the Mediterranean knocked on the door and said they would like to buy their uncle's boat back and after this negotiation they did and she was transported back to the uk and that's where the journey of what the ballet trust currently is that's where the journey began really from that point which was very early 2000s wow that's
1: crazy isn't it so a bit of history yeah
0: yeah yeah, a lot of history there she's been around for yes 70 or longer now actually so a long long time she's been around and um yeah she's very unique
1: you couldn't tell there'd been a fire on board, could you?
0: No, not now. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely
1: amazing. Absolutely. So in two thousand and two, is that when you said? Oh it
0: the early two thousands, yeah. All oh, right, yeah. okay. So
1: is that when the Boole Trust started?
0: So the charity was formed in two thousand and seven slash eight and the yeah, the part of the charity, the boat Boley itself became a national historic vessel. Because of the history that had been involved with her. yeah, And as part of that, we then decided, or well, the trust then decided they wanted to, to apply for some funding to restore Bole back to her original state. And to do that, they put together uh, an apprenticeship scheme for shipwriters and all sorts. So they approached the National Lottery, managed to get some funding, and the process then began to reinstate Bole back to her, or as close to her original self as yeah. she was. Um, there's still obviously very much original stuff. So on board, there are two. Glass windows in the bow, of the foredeck, which are from Japanese Zero Fighters, uh, and they're still on board that today. On That's yeah. it. And they're still on board today. So there's lots of stuff that was kept and maintained, but obviously part of the fire gutted a few things, so lots of bits were replaced, and she's as close to what would have been built back then. Um, and that was through the National Lottery, which funded the project. Um, and then we had a lot of apprenticeship shipwriters that got qualifications and that shipwriting skills over that restoration process. Um, and then once that was complete, she was ready for charitable service.
1: That's amazing, isn't
0: it? So, yeah, she's had a, she's had an interesting life, I have to say. Definitely. Yeah. She's yeah, been she around. <laughs> she really has. Yeah, yeah no, that's
1: absolutely brilliant. And when would you say then, when did the children side of the charity get involved? When did the Borley Trust start to bring the children on board?
0: So my understanding is that the the charity was formed um, in 2000 and, as I say, 2007-2008. The restoration project took took several years um, and then officially they were sort of ready to run 2014. Um, They had some issues initially when it first started up with, um, so the generator that's on board, which powers all the battery banks, there were some issues with the initial generator that was in, in steel so um they had to redesign or change the the generator so 2015 was a bit of a write-off year and then 2016-17 it started the process of getting people out sailing which involves locally portsmouth military children and families we've got the gospel and fair and and multi-academy trust on board we work with the royal navy so over the last few years it started to grow the reason for me coming on board was it got to a point where She's ready to go. They needed yeah. someone to coordinate that, and that's where I've come on this year. And this year has been, uh, from my understanding, the most successful year that Bolo's had in the history of charitable service. So it's been a really positive start, certainly for myself, but also for the Bolo Trust moving forward. Yeah, and
1: for all the kids that we see visit. Absolutely, they're, absolutely, they're always happy and absolutely. loving it. Yeah. yeah,
0: the kids are great. I mean, the, the thing that I get from the from the youngsters is, you know, as I said before, as a secret myself. Hats off to the people that gave up their time to take me out sailing. And, you know, I'm really lucky and pleased to be able to do this for these youngsters because A, sailing, which is wonderful anyway for, for everyone's personal mental health and get them off screens and having a bit of an adventure. But... To do that on board a boat that is very unique like Boley is yeah. even more so. So it's it's a wonderful thing to be able to do, yeah.
1: Only a little bit jealous.
0: Bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're more than welcome. as oh, and when you need to. We'll get you out for a sale.
1: That's it, I'd love to. <laughs> I did hear you say generators, so is there no engine on board?
0: So very good question. There are there are two electrical motors on board. So what we have, we have a diesel used to have a diesel inboard engine, which was obviously taken out yes. in, in the modern in the refit, we wanted to try and make a as modern as possible but still historical so the idea was we fitted a generator which powers a bank of batteries so the generator charges all the batteries across the boat which we then use electric motors to power with so we have a port and starboard engine which they are motors which run from electrics so you can run them for maybe half an hour without any generator on, but at some point the battery level will drop so you can turn the generator on to re-top up the batteries.
1: Right, okay. It
0: also means that you can make a cup of tea with a kettle at 240 volts when you put the generator on. Very nice. There's a microwave on board. So you've got a few little creature comforts, which obviously wouldn't have been there in the original 40s build. Um, but it certainly makes it a bit more comfortable when you can when you can quickly pop a microwave meal in, as yeah. an example. That's really
1: nice, isn't it? So a little yeah, bit of old, little bit of new.
0: Absolutely. So it works really well. And this is say this year has been a really positive thing for the first season of running with a new generator, a new setup. It's been a really positive one. Oh, that's
1: really really cool. I like that. So yeah, are you really cool. attending any events, or does Bowley attend events, or? host any event
0: absolutely so we do all sorts of events so i can only speak for the recent last year uh, but this year we went to we had a, an open day at weymouth harbour so we went down to weymouth and we do a big program with portland schools there's a, a link that we have with the chesil sailing trust chesil beach sailing trust and us and um, we the dorset county council offer sailing to every youngster in school for a fiver it's amazing and, and we're it? part of that yeah so we go down to portland for three weeks and take different youngsters every single day out for an experience but when we're down there we go alongside in weymouth for a public open day so as an example put members of the public come on board find out a bit more about it maybe make a donation to the trust so we do, we did that last year we also are doing uh, a marina. Uh, you've got uh, obviously the marina party yeah. next year here. So we do do special events. Um, we work very closely with uh, the Royal Navy. We work very closely with the Army Cadets, and we do events with them as well as. And something I'm planning for next year is to try and do a few more public publicity events as much as possible.
1: Well, I'm going to attend one of them. Absolutely, <laughs> <think> Absol-
0: so. <laughs> absolutely. Please do. Unless Please we get
1: do. a little
0: private tour. <laughs> well, you definitely get a private tour. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we'll right. get we'll get everyone from boat folk down for a private tour. I think. Nice we
1: should little cup of tea test uh, your generator out abs-
0: absolutely get you for sale that's the way brilliant
1: it. we'd love that so as you got headhunted yeah let's just say I know about the bully Trust how can I get involved with the bully Trust if I wanted to
0: or Absolutely. Um, so the way that you can get involved with the Bole Trust quite simply is just to pop us an email or give me a phone call. Um, we're always looking for for volunteers. We're always looking for volunteer skippers and mates. We're always looking for people that might utilise a day out on the boat. So if there's anyone that thinks that they want to get in touch or help support the programme, get in touch with my, which you can find my details online. And we can take the conversation forward from there, basically. Brilliant. And my information's all on the website. So if you're not sure, www.boletrust.org.uk.
1: Brilliant. Had a lovely look around there this morning. Very, very informative. Okay, so what are the things
0: on the RC in the news you had? Have- HRH Princess Anne visit? We did, yes, yes, we did. So we had Her Majesty come down and um, she recommissioned the Bowley Trust and the Bowley boat particularly she recommissioned for charitable service. Um, obviously the charity was formed and she has been in charitable service for the last decade and we wanted to then expand that again. So she came on board to, to recommission Bowley for the charitable service, which is a real honour, real honour to be part of. Yeah. Absolutely. It was a wonderful day. There was yeah. quite a lot
1: of people involved, wasn't there? There was
0: a lot of people involved. so We had re- lots to do with boat folk themselves, which yep. was wonderful. Um, really, really, really helpful. Um, and Ben and the team here have been absolutely superb in helping assist with what we wanted from the day. And then we had the obviously the creek over the road, the new restaurant. That's really supportive, and that's where it was hosted from. And they were they weren't open as such, but they made a real conscious effort mm-hmm. to get ready for us, which was really useful. Mm-hmm. And it created a nice vibe actually between everyone and within the marina environment, that's which really, I, which really I thought nice. was really yeah. nice. Um, and also part of the day, we had all of our all of our trustees involved, all of our volunteers down, anyone that sailed on Boulay, we had groups of children down as well. And they all managed to meet with Princess Anne and oh, chat with her about their experience. Um, and she was with us for an hour and a half, um, at least, which for a very busy lady was amazing. And uh, she really showed a lot of interest. Um, and yeah, we were very lucky to get her to pour some lovely cider all over the bow of the ballet, Brilliant. Um And say so a few words. So it was very nice, very Did nice. Did you time. come
1: downstairs and have a look on board.
0: She did. She came down and chatted with myself and Richard, who's the lead skipper of Bolet. Um, him and I do a lot of the sailing and, and she chatted with us quite a lot about all sorts of intricacies about the boat. And she was intrigued by how it works and what works here. And so this she was really amazing.
1: Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Really.
0: She gave up a lot of time and showed some real interest. So it was really lovely to meet her. And, um, and yeah, and, and meet Princess Anne and have a recommission. Something well, you didn't think you'd
1: do. <laughs> absolutely
0: not. No, absolutely no, not. I love it. No, it was really cool. Really lovely day.
1: Oh, that's nice to hear. I was off that day. So nice to hear that it went well.
0: Ah, uh, no, there's always next year.
1: Oh, <laughs> <be> recommissioned in <laughs> she got not be next No, she might not be
0: recommissioned <laughs> next year. No.
1: Well, brilliant. So you've only been there since May, May this yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. What memories would you say stick out for you this year? Or what would you say your most lasting memory is?
0: Um, I think I've got a few memories, um, but to keep it simple, I've got two particular ones. So one is uh, on the way down to Portland, we did a passage. We were going down to Portland, and for me it was a – It was a really good experience just to really understand Bollet. She's a very different boat, the way she handles, the way she sails. And so for me, the memory of of the Portland trip from Gosport down to Portland was just really nice because it gave me an opportunity to really understand the workings of the boat. So that's one that I really enjoyed. We had some good wind as well, so it was really good to push Bollet a little bit um and then the the other thing that stands out for me was we have a deployment with the Army cadets, which was wonderful we had two we have two weeks with them, and they do a crew change halfway through the week. One thing that jumps out is we went up to Langston harbour and um we had the tender all pumped up though late anchor we thought we'd go ashore with the cadets to have a barbecue and uh tide's absolutely running, so but um, we don't we have our tender, <laughs> but we don't have an outboard engine, so we're rowing and richard oh, no. Richard, um basically ended up having to sort of ferry glide across and it was all about timing to catch the fender uh, the, to catch the tender as yeah. it goes past the back of Bole before it gets washed off with the tide so it's quite, <laughs> quite an interesting evolution it does yeah. stand out mine as a bit of a highlight because it was fun <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it, <was bad>. <laughs> it would have been fun
1: if it had gone wrong
0: <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely not absolutely yeah. not been a
1: fly on the wall for that one
0: yeah, no absolutely but it was really nice because then we had a beautiful sunset the barbecue was there the cadets had a wonderful time and then when we finished we just managed to gently roll our way back onto bole doing little ferry shuttles across it. It was a really nice evening. So, yeah, it was a good memory. A nice thing to to be involved involved with.
1: Brilliant. So you're looking forward to next year already?
0: Absolutely, yeah. So Already up and running with the programme, starting to get things booked in. Uh, Hopefully next year slightly more. We're doing a slightly more adventurous programme, hopefully, um, with a Channel Island sale potentially a trip to gibraltar at some point that's um, exciting which will be exciting so yes um we'll see on that one but that's hopefully the plan i like
1: that do you run through all the winter or just winter and summer
0: no we do um, the sailing season generally is from april and beyond um but we have got obviously a fair bit of stuff we're doing over the winter so my part of my role now is to build that program update all of our policies and procedures make sure everything's in line make sure the safety gets updated and obviously Bole being boulay she's a wooden vessel and therefore needs a little bit of upkeep. So we've just had a meeting today about the ins and outs of of our winter package, but it certainly calms down a bit.
1: Yeah, I know the feeling. Well, thank you. I haven't really got any more questions. I do want to go down and have a look at some points. I will arrange a team to get down. And again, if anybody is interested they can visit the website and get in contact
0: absolutely is yeah, that please, right? absolutely if anyone's interested in knowing any more please give us a shout uh, or bring me an email craigbole at gmail.co.uk and very happy to answer any questions anyone may have um, and please come down to Haslar and come and see bole it's, it's a it's an experience you wouldn't forget
1: even just from walking past even <laughs> just <from> walking past <laughs> perfect well thank you very much
0: Absolute <laughs> pleasure. thank you very much I hope you enjoyed this episode of Folktales, and you join us for the next episode soon.